We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. Hi, I'm Kayla. And I'm Brian. Uh, welcome to this week's edition of What's Going On in the World of Peas and Carrots? What's Happening in Life? Well, you've been doing a lot of cooking lately, which I'm totally here for this. I love when you cook. Really? But what have you been making? Gumbo. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Red beans, rice, sausage. Roasted cabbage. Yeah, I do this fried cabbage stuff with Mm -hmm. uh, sausage in it, uh, which is, I like that a lot. Uh, I grill. We are actually trying to grill Longer into the season. Longer into yeah. the fall, into the winter. So yeah, uh, I do that a good bit. I'm trying to think of what else. Is that about it? That's mm-hmm. about it. Uh, I like to cook. It's cozy food season. For me, what aggravates me about cooking is I feel, and this is just on me, I feel this pressure from myself that when I get home, I want to cook instantly, get it done so we can sit down and relax. But I need to relieve that pressure. You do. And sometimes it's just getting it started so that it can cook for a while. But yeah. Anything with rice, I'm here for. I'm mm-hmm. I'm here for anything with <laughs> with rice. So our neighbors, Mike and Kim, have the most amazing Christmas inflatables. They do. In their front and it side is yard. Awesome. And there's a huge watt there in the side yard that you're Bumble. You are if you know who Bumble is, he's from Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. He's mm-hmm. a he's a Yeti. He's mm-hmm. a Bigfoot or whatever. And they have this giant And he was Sprocket's Bumble. favorite toy. So it kind of tugged at my heart when I saw him in the yard the other day. So yeah. And if Puppy was still around, we could take him over there. Oh, he'd bark it to death, but yeah. So I wonder if he'd attack it. Probably, if we got him close enough, but we would not have done that. So, yeah. Okay. So I have a question. Okay. Is it once I get home, I'm staying home season for anyone else, or is it just me? I never knew we exited that season. (laughs) I just thought that was the default setting. Well, I just mean in the summer, it's more tempting to go back out. Like, well, we'll go get dessert or we'll run to the store. But I am to that point where, nope, I'm home. I'm changing into my pajamas. And this is who we are now. You want to tell them what we did last night? Just be honest. What time we went to bed? I went to bed at six o'clock. Yes, I did. We get off work Proud at 4 And so yeah. got home. We, I was we, spent. We picked up a little Mexican pickup order mm-hmm. and went home at eight and then like bears hibernated. Yeah, I can't believe it. I woke up at 11:30 and <laughs> then went back to sleep. Yep. And I woke I woke up at 5:30. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. could not I slept that long. That kind of scared me a little bit. Nah. You're here for this, aren't I'm you? I'm so here for this. You yeah. could sleep that long every night? No, not really. But I love lazy evenings like that that don't require anything. So yeah, it was good. I know people just love lazy Oh, well, that hits well, that, different. Well, that's, well, okay. I probably it's another should. subject for another well, day. Well, you know, we probably should move on from that. Yeah. Money. We talked about this in a previous episode. I think it was our last episode. We, mm-hmm. we kind of hinted at this a little bit. Yeah. So how do we create a family budget when everything is so expensive? How do we navigate this? Yeah. So I, 
I get a lot of questions about this just because I am kind of a banker type person, but I want to share with you what works for us. And it comes with this caveat. Everyone needs to find a system that works for you. But if you have no system, then you aren't controlling your money. Your money is controlling you. And so we're just going to walk through some of the things that we do. The first step, legit, is how many paychecks do you have coming in each month? For example, we're paid every other week. So our monthly budget looks like two columns. The first column is for the first checks. The second column on our spreadsheet is for the second checks. You may have to have multiple columns on your spreadsheet if you're being paid on offsetting weeks and have different like pay structures. What if there's a third paycheck in a month? We usually use that to grow our savings or we will set, I will set that aside. That's usually where our vacation fund comes from. So I try to, obviously things like church tithe and groceries still need to come out of that check. But then for everything else, there's no recurring expense. So that's how I typically grow our savings or if we have a trip coming up, I'll put aside a chunk of money for that. All right. Very good. So what's your first step in all this? What are you writing down? So the first thing, and I prefer an Excel spreadsheet. I also have it as a Google Doc so I can share it with you. But it's private to the two of us. Um, that's some. That's just some fascinating reading. Write down. Yeah, you you don't ever want to see it. You need to sit down and write down all your static expenses. And what I mean by this is, what are your bills that repeat each month? And here's a trick: if the bill amount is going to fluctuate, I calculate it for twelve months based on the highest amount that bill ever was. Oh. So in December of this year, I will sit down and create twelve spreadsheets for next year. Oh, and so our like our electric bill. I will put what the highest amount ever was. And multiply that. And I put that on all 12 spreadsheets. What if it comes in less? Well, then we have savings. But the worst thing is to go with what the lowest bill was, and then you come up with a shortfall. So I typically calculate our January or February bill, which is our highest bill coming out of Christmas and winter. Because it's a blasted cold or anything. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's one way to keep yourself from getting in a, in a bind. Oh, that's a great idea. So another thing that we do, and this is just our preference as a couple, we determine what amount is reasonable. What amount do we want to end the year having saved? Mm. And that is a line item. Does that ever change? I mean, it, it tends to go up. There is a minimum amount that is transferred twice a month. Behind the scenes, and it goes into our savings account. But often it's more than that. So, and and we can circle back to that. But yeah. Okay. Why do you assign certain bills to certain checks? Like, I find that a little fascinating. Like, you have written out, like, this is checks number one, check. Well, our mortgage is always due on the first of the month. Yeah, but but why do you do? Oh, because of how the bills. Because of how the bill falls, it comes out of our first check. Y'all, this is why she keeps this and I don't. Yeah. So if, if, if the mortgage is due on December 1st and our first check in November is like November 10th, then I know I have buffer 
to get the mortgage paid. So it comes out of the first check rather than waiting until the second check, which may end up being too close to the first of the next month. Okay. So basically, it was a painful transition, but I made sure that everything is paid one check ahead, Mm. which it's hard to do that. If you haven't already set yourself up that way, it, it was tight for a couple of months for us. But once we got to that pattern, then I'm never panicking, oh, something's due in two days okay. kind of situation. Uh, somebody's going to say, I don't have enough money to, to meet all of my bills. And that is a real problem. here. So here's one tip I want to give, okay? Mm-hmm. That if you have debt, you have this credit card debt, that credit card debt, this, possibly go to a bank and try and do a consolidation loan where you can mm-hmm. put all those in one and then lower your payment yeah. so so that you can create a little bit of breathing room. Now, this is the danger. Don't go back out and, and make more debt and make yeah. new debt. Or there's the option to pay off the smallest debt and then work towards the largest debt. Mm. But you said something very poignant there. At some point, you have to stop choosing to make debt. And we'll talk about that in just a second. You have to start living for tomorrow, not today. You do. So once you've assigned out all of your bills, these are your things that are going to be every month. Your electric bill, your mortgage, possibly your car note. I even go as far as to list groceries. This is how much we're going to spend on groceries. This is how much our internet's going to cost. This is how much our cell phones cost. This is how much we spend on streaming. It literally has its own line item that we eliminate any surprises, have a line item for things like birthdays, anniversaries, taxes, Christmas. You set yourself up for success if every expense you can imagine has been added to the particular month where it needs to be paid. I know that first week of December every year we have property taxes. Those are budgeted in November every year so that it doesn't catch me by surprise. Mm. If items for us like date night, bookstore, hobbies, if those things are important to you, create a line item for them as well. And here's the thing. Everything needs to be accounted for Mm. because that way you know that you're keeping, you're kind of keeping a control on how much is going out the door. We even have a coffee budget. We knew some folks at one point in our lives who would actually call the bank and see how much was in the, like how much was in their checking account. And that would determine for them. Yeah. If they could go out to eat. It was eat like a game st- of Russian roulette. Yeah, they were hoping like, something wouldn't clear. And, and my question to them one night was this. Well, do you have checks written against that amount? They're like, yeah, but it hasn't cleared yet. And I about died. It's, like, it was terrifying. Yeah. yeah. So there are some conversations you need to have. Decide as a couple what you will do with any surplus. Now, you may laugh and say, what's surplus? But if you do, once you have plugged in every expense you have, Then it's grown-up time. It's time to sit down and say, what is luxury? What is need versus want? And maybe some things do need to scale back for a season. If you're constantly going over your grocery budget, then maybe you need to look at, well, for us, it would look like giving up coffee. Coffee out is a luxury. It is not a need. I know some people would disagree. But I can make coffee at home much cheaper than I can go through Starbucks. 
So as a but who's going to write on that little cup? <laughs> well, I can do that. For okay. You. But keep in mind that there are things you may have to relinquish if you're not meeting your your like set budget. Hmm. This is a hard truth to say, and this is where you were talking earlier. We create our own stress. We really do when we don't hold ourselves financially accountable. Truth. If every single month spending is exceeding income, you got a problem. Then you've you've got to reassess things. You got to cancel something. You got to get out of something. Early in our marriage, we learned that for a season we could not have a credit card. It was we too tempting. Yeah. We weren't. It was oh well, it's Friday night and we deserve this. We want to go out to dinner, and it went on a credit card. Well, before you know it, we had credit card debt that we had to deal with. We also learned. <laughs> It saves a whole lot of money to eat at home. And we like cooking. So that was a change that we made. There was a point early in our marriage that you and I made the decision. Credit card debt is not debt that we are going to carry beyond the time the bill comes due. I agree. Now, somebody but, may be sitting there saying, well, this is all well and good. But I don't obviously have the kind of disposable income that you do. I get that. I really do get that. When I first started working, did I make like 14000 a year? Yep. That's how much um, you made. Even then, we had a budget and I got that paid we lived once by. A month and you, then. yeah, you got paid once a month. So we had to really stretch to make that grocery budget last. It's being realistic with yourself. And the hardest question to ask is what are the things that I feel I deserve? Versus what our family absolutely needs Mm. in this season. And for us, that looks like food. Food is always going to come first. Housing. Paying our mortgage. Paying our bills. And then if there is anything extra, then we can look at having fun. I guess what Miss Kayla is saying is that you have to learn to live within your means. Yeah. And... Or you are going to be stressed all the time about money. Yes, you're going to be stressed and you're going to be strapped. So yeah, uh, these are great little tips, Miss Kayla. And thank you for what you do for for our little family and how you take care of us. But great. And it's hard. I mean, we're not going to sit here and say it's easy. No, and it's been a learning curve for us. I mean, we admitted there are things we had to say no to. And there was a season for us where because we did not have children, we tended to gravitate towards older people because we were more comfortable there. Well, one of the key takeaways is they were more established than we could have ever hoped to be in our early 30s. These are people who were in their 50s. We could not keep up with them, and that was okay. We weren't meant to. Be mindful of what expectations you're putting on yourself Mm. based on who you run with Mm. because – you're not meant to keep up with the Joneses. Mm. You're meant to keep up with what your checkbook says. Mm. Well, something got said there. We're going to get to know you a little bit. We're going to get to know each other a little bit. We want to kind of let you get to know us just a little bit. So, Also, okay, these we thought would be some great questions for conversation starters. As, at your holiday you know, at your going to holiday parties or you're welcoming guests to your home. So we thought we'd make it fun. We'll have a game of get to know you. But also, these are some good questions you could ask if you're stumped for okay. conversation. So, okay. B, what are you most afraid of? Failure. Ooh, 
I thought you'd say spiders. <laughs> Sorry. I got a little too deep there on the first one, didn't I? <laughs> Failure. You? Getting lost. Yes. Yeah. I see. Yeah. We have lived that a few times. Uh-huh. Yes. I can't handle when I don't know where I'm going. So, yeah. Failure for me, getting getting lost for you. I've got to. Yeah. I've got to figure out how to win. I got to figure out how to mm. have a success out of a situation. What's the bravest thing you ever did? Walk into a gym. Wow. Going to see a therapist. Mm. Bravest thing I ever did. I'd yeah. say. Jim would be right up there next to it because I was. Oh, I was terrified. I still saying, am, but yeah. We still, I feel like a monkey on a trapeze. You most are of the time. fine. Stop it. <laughs> If you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? Gosh, I don't know. I have I have no idea. Maybe Vincent by Josh Groban, something mm. like that. It's probably one of my favorite songs. And it's a song about suicide where Vincent Van Gogh could, to, to takes his own life. But I just love the melody of it. I love the mess. Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? It's I'm a little horrible. afraid of that, okay? Yeah. I would probably have to choose. This one is hard, and I chose the question, but I would probably choose Goodness of God by C.C. Winans. Well, here I am going with Josh Groban. You're a little morbid. But but yeah. uh, let, me, let, me, let me switch my answer. I think that probably my, uh, or Summer Wind by like Frank Sinatra. I could see that. Okay, that's a better choice. I love that song. Favorite Christmas movie of all time. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> All-time favorite Christmas movie. Love it. Oh, that's love a good it. one. I love the scene when he's in the attic watching the home movies, and he's got that little turban on. And he's <laughs> in the gloves. In the gloves, and yeah. he's in a robe. I love that. Yours? That one's a good one, but I would have to say White Christmas. Oh, I love White Christmas. Mm-hmm. Love White These Christmas. These are some hard questions, but yeah. yeah. I might switch to White Christmas. Best book you read this year so far? Yours. Oh, I'm asking you this. Oh, um, I would have to say Shauna Nequist's book, I Guess I Haven't Learned That Yet. Oh. It was a really impactful book. Give me one takeaway. That there are going to be events in your life that you may not feel ready for, but just keep navigating them and things will begin to reveal themselves. All right. But be okay with what you don't know in the season that you're in. Um, for me, how to, how to know a person by David Brooks. Mm. We talked about that I one recently. I loved that book. Yes. Loved it. What is your favorite core memory from traveling? Seeing you hug Chewbacca at Disney world. That's too funny. I was going to say watching you do a meet and greet with Darth Vader yeah. at Star Wars. I just uh, mm-hmm. loved it. I absolutely loved that. I love Chewbacca. What's one lesson you are carrying into next year? Life, business, leadership, doesn't matter. One lesson. We're limiting you to one. Be as passionate about the organization's finances as I am about its culture. Mm. Hmm. That's a deep one. You didn't you didn't know see that one coming, did you? No, I did not. For me, it's slow down. Hmm. Stop going at a frenetic pace all the time and learn to slow down. Well, Be in the moment. Hmm. Are you a morning person or a night owl? I'm a permanently exhausted pigeon. Well, <laughs> 
What does that mean? That's not an option on this list. I love early mornings just because. But you also love a nap. But I love staying up late and watching movies. Nope. You're out by 830. Yeah. So, yeah. You You're call, definitely a morning If you call me person. after 8 o'clock, somebody better be dead or something better be burning. There's that. I am a morning person. You uh, are. Good if, it's, if I wake up and it's 430. You're ready to have a conversation. Well, I'm, I'm usually to, hiding behind a cup of coffee. I'm trying to work on that. But I do love early mornings. I love the quiet. I love the peace. Mm-hmm. I am a morning person. I particularly love them this time of year with the Christmas tree lit, just sitting before daylight, just sitting with the tree lights, Mm. sipping coffee. Yeah. Doing my devotional. It's great stuff. If you could learn another language, which would you choose? I took four years of German Mm. and I enjoyed it. It's very difficult. If I could go back, I would also do Latin. Ooh. Because Latin would allow me to read certain historical books in their original language. Hmm. I know I'm a I'm just crazy. No, you're not. I wish that I could learn French oui. and not sound crazy. I took four years of Spanish, two in high school, two in college. And Spanish just came a whole lot easier to me. And with my accent, it didn't sound as crazy as me trying to to speak French, but I think French is a beautiful language. So, okay. If money was no object, uh-huh. you had all, you had unlimited resources. Where would you travel to? Oh, probably Austria or Ireland. Now, hang on. I need to pause here. I just said I would, I had four years of German. She's going to Austria. We are not Nazis. Let's just go <laughs> ahead. Let me just say it. Okay. No, I did not. So, no, it's just, I think it's beautiful there, and I would love—I'd love mm. to spend time in that countryside. Yeah, uh, Switzerland, going back, yeah. London, mm-hmm. uh, Italy, those—those mm-hmm. those places. I have n- nothing in me wants to go to Russia or China or Japan. I just don't have no any. nothing maybe, personal. Maybe Australia, but that flight. Oh but my gosh. There are snakes and spiders there that just kind of bigger than us. Yeah. yeah no. And just, that just kind of, that just kind of wigs me out. So there you go. So there you go. There's some I, good questions. Yeah. Feel free to steal some of those yeah. if, if the conversation is stagnant and you're trying to fill the air at a holiday party. There's one more conversation starter that, that we'd like to give you, and that's a peas and carrots coffee. That's milk. right. You could be using that at a Christmas party and somebody, oh, what's that about? And then you can talk about mm-hmm. the podcast. Uh, so a matter of fact, the first two people to go to our website, we're going to give you a peas and carrots coffee mug. And accompanied with that, stickers. Ju- there are peas and carrots stickers in there as well. But you'll have that's how you get the coffee mug and the stickers. You go to our website, look for the trivia button click click that okay when you get there uh you have to answer a question this week's question if money was no object for you where would you travel okay so where would you go if you had unlimited resources somebody might say nowhere i'm staying home so just good on you so just go to our website peasingcarrotspodcast.com click on the trivia button and answer the question 
If money was no object for you, where would you travel? Yeah, answer that question. We'll send you a pack of stickers and a coffee mug. Uh, Thanks for listening this week. You can search Peas and Carrots Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or visit our website, peasandcarrotspodcast.com. And when you do, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for the Peas and Carrots Podcast. For more about the Peas and Carrots Podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com. Life's not perfect. That's why God gave us friends like Melody and Candy. Check out quirksbumpsandbruises.com or search Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises wherever you listen to podcasts.